Welcome to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great events, activities, programs, and people right here at Lamar University. I'm your host, Shelby Rodriguez, Public Affairs Manager here at LU, and I want to welcome you guys back to this week's episode of the LU Moment, right? Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right into the news segment of the show. Here's what's been happening at The Nest. Two Lamar University students have been identified and recognized among the best of the best um, early stage entrepreneurs from across the state of Texas. Juan Barrientos, a Master of Business Administration student um, with the Financial Management Concentration, and Sharika King Lowe, who is in the process of completing her Master of Business Administration with the Concentration in Human Resources Management, right? That's a mouthful. Uh, both students were awarded with the Future Texas Business Legends Scholarship funded by Regina Rogers in honor of her late father, Ben J. Rogers, founder of the Texas State Optical in 1991 Hall of Fame inductee. Sharika and Juan uh, will be inducted into the Texas Business Hall of Fame also and will receive a $15,000 cash prize. Congratulations to those two. And so now listen, guys, um, I have a very special guest joining me here in the next few moments. Um, Jack Gill, he is a Lamar University alum. Um, Jack Gill is the founder and managing partner of Vanguard Ventures in Palo Alto. Uh, during his career, Gill has earned his distinction and honors as a scientist, senior executive, entrepreneur, venture capitalist, uh, university a professor, and philanthropist. And so I have here with me right now Mrs. Linda Gill. Mrs. Gill, thank you so much for joining me on the LU Moment this week. So excited to have you. So I have to know, um, you are not a Lamar University alum, right? Correct. Where did you go to school? University mm -hmm. of Kentucky. University was, of Kentucky. I was actually the first woman in my mother's family to go to college. Wow. It was wasted on a woman. Wow. At the age of 18, if you were not married with one on the way, yeah. you were an old maid. Yeah, wow. And so during those times, it was probably discouraging to have um, women go to college, right? Oh, absolutely. In fact, my aunt thought it was a waste wow. that I was going to college. Um, my father was a college graduate, but my mother um, wanted to go to college but uh, couldn't afford it. Yeah. And, uh, and got married early to my dad. Yeah. So uh, she, she was a... Um, a legal secretary, and I think she could have taken the bar exam with no problem. Really? Yeah, she, she was, was really, that good. Really smart, but really I think smart. frustrated because yeah. women were not encouraged to, to do anything, really, Yeah. being from Kentucky. Wow. Um, but I went to the University of Kentucky. Um, What'd you study? I was in uh, math and chemistry uh, wow. until, Shelby, until <laughs> I hit calculus and organic. So I decided to correct that by yeah. marrying somebody who was really good in yeah. those. Yeah, <laughs> that was smart thinking, Mrs. Gill. Smart thinking. Now, I have to know, how did you meet uh, Mr. Jack Gill? Well, <laughs> when I graduated from college, I realized I wanted to be, to see the world. Yes. I um, had not been out of Kentucky except to go to Indiana to visit family. Yeah. So I became a flight attendant. Wow. For American Airlines. How and was that? Traveling the world. It I was bet. really unusual. My my grandmother just kind of gave up on me. She gave me the quilt 
that she makes uh, for every uh, woman in the family that gets married. And she said mine was going to rot. Oh, no. She's like, dust it off. Oh, my goodness. Just put it in the attic. So I was based for two years in, in Chicago yeah. uh, because I was a Spanish speaker. So I did the Mexican um, route. Uh, we went into Mexico City from Chicago, hitting Dallas. Yeah. And I did the PAs in Spanish because I, that's what I took in, in college for yeah. two years. And then I transferred to San Francisco, and I went back to graduate school uh, to get a master's in counseling, and American Airlines paid for my graduate's work. So I feel like I really owe them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I met my husband. uh, Very unusual. Uh, I didn't own a car. (laughs) Okay. uh, And I rode buses to work. Yeah. And so at 6.30 in the morning, I'm waiting on a bus. Yeah. uh, And... My husband lived in uh, our apartment building, and he was on the balcony doing calisthenics, and he saw me in my outfit, and at that time, uh, we had the (laughs) mini skirts and boots, and we used to Yeah, the white boots. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. What a time. (laughs) What a time. (laughs) It was a a big time. So he decided to go in and get his binoculars and check me out. (laughs) Wow. Oh, Mr. Gill, I'm totally, yeah, I'm totally (laughs) oblivious to this. I've got my suitcase in my hand, and I get on the bus. Uh, he went to the doorman to see if the doorman knew me, and he says, oh, there's lots of flight attendants and legal secretaries and whatever in this building, so yeah. I don't know her. Uh, so about three months later, I'm going in uh, the entryway into the um, uh, area where we get our mail, and he saw me. And so he ran wow. to the doorman, and he said, that's the one that I want. Well, I didn't like him at first because I thought he was full of himself. So wow. we met in October, and in January, uh, I decided that I was not going to see him anymore, Yeah, uh, that I had the impression that he was just not for me. Yeah. Uh, so I went up to his apartment because we lived in the same building uh, to, uh, to tell him off, and uh, <laughs> uh, he, um, in, in, in conversation, he told me that, he was sending money home for his baby sister to go to college. And I looked at him and I thought, he's not the jerk. I'm the jerk. Yeah. Because I haven't given him a chance. Yeah. And a year later, we're married. Wow. And so all these years later, how many years of marriage, Mrs. Gill? 53. 53 years of marriage. Yeah. He's the best thing that ever happened to me. That's for sure. Oh, wow. When he graduated from Lamar. Yes. And he worked. 40 hours a week and carried 23 semester hours. Whoa. He was from absolute poverty. Wow. And so when he graduated from Lamar, he wanted to go to med school. That was where his heart was. Yes. He was accepted at three medical schools and could not afford to go. Wow. So the NSF came uh, and said, if you'll do a PhD in organic and biochemistry, we'll pay for you. Yeah. And so that's why he did that. But all the startups when he was doing his venture capital firm have been in the medical device really? because deep in his heart, he really wanted to be a doctor. Guys, I want to mention this real quick. Um, Jack Gill is a member of Lamar University's College of Engineering Advisory Council Yes, and uh, created the Gill Chair at um, right here at LU. Um, both Jack Gill and Mrs. Gill support students in several ways, including um, 
sponsoring the LUMBA students' participation in the Ignite Entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. Conference at UC Davis. Um, Talk to me a little bit more about that, Mrs. Gill. It's really interesting. Um, You can get Steve Jobs and uh, Hewlett-Packard, Dave Packard, to come uh, and lecture, but not if you're in 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 Houston uh, and 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 in Beaumont and because yeah. he's done something at Rice similar as well as uh, Beaumont, so how do you get them uh, to to see these great great people? Yeah, you take them. Yeah, to there, so they take about oh probably fifty students. They raise about a thousand dollars each. Yeah, uh, from uh, corporate sponsors. Although I think the students have to pay their uh, airfare because they have to have some skin in mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's a three-day um, intensive uh, situation where first uh, day they take a bus and they visit all these great companies, high-tech yeah. companies. I love so they get that. to see how they're run. Yeah. And then the next couple of days uh, they have every hour on the hour an entrepreneur who started a business of their own. Wow. And so they get to actually interface with these people who have been there. Wow. In the trenches. Yeah. And have made it. And yeah. uh, uh, it's it's really been a, a fabulous program. And there's Mr. Gill joining in now. Mr. Gill, I'm so glad you were able to make it. We are just discussing uh, the Ignite program. Okay, Ignite. Velocity and Ignite are two programs that I founded. Uh, first one, Velocity at Indiana University Bloomington partnering with UC Berkeley. Uh, and the idea is simple. Every year spring break, yeah, we I pick 50 it. of the best and brightest. We take them to Silicon Valley for an immersion trek, T-R-E-K. Yeah. Yeah. So, so day one, we put them <laughs> on bus. We go visit Google and Apple and Tesla Motors and startups. Yeah. Day two and three in a classroom, great storytellers every hour telling their startup stories. Love Students that. who experience this say single best experience of my whole college life, single most impactful thing on my thinking about careers, yes. da, da, da. Yeah. So yeah. it's a finely tuned program. We cloned it and created another version at Rice called Ignite. Yeah. So every year Rice takes about 75 uh, to oh, good. Palo good. Alto. Take a couple more. And does a similar thing. Yeah. And two years ago we had cloned it once again and created liftoff oh okay perfect which is a program for lamar <laughs> and its sister schools and tsu system really? yes. so tsu san marcus sam houston and lamar yes partnering with a california school in silicon valley and a florida university would create yet another program and so it's simple the way it works every spring we raise about fifty sixty thousand dollars from donors yeah and we take those students hand-picked among the best and brightest to have that marvelous experience i love that shelby it literally makes their lives and their careers i bet so some of the things that lynn and i do together our family foundation is set up as a formal mechanism to give back right we feel lucky and privileged and obligated to do so because we both came from very modest means and families. In my case, dirt poor, yeah. blue collar workers. Yeah. You know, I came to Lamar because the only place I could afford to go to college. Yeah. And the only way I could afford Lamar was I worked 40 hours a week. Yeah. While taking a full load. Full load. Oh, That's wow. not easy. 
No, it ain't easy. But I got a great engineering and science education here, and that was a jump start. And I added a PhD in chemistry on top of that and yeah. ended up in Silicon Valley and, you know, the rest of the story. But I often wondered yeah. what is different, you know, what drives me. Uh, yeah, yeah. What, what DNA did I get? Did some alien deposit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you've had some time to think on it. <laughs> what do you think but, that is? Uh, I was compelled coming out of that yeah. to uh, earn a better life. But I knew I had to make it myself. Yeah. So Lamar was my choice. I was, started. I was accepted to Rice, but I didn't know how to afford to live in yeah. Houston. Yeah. I had a sister who lived in Beaumont, and she offered me a spare bedroom in return for babysitting services. Hey. So yeah, yeah, it worked out. <laughs> it worked out it great. It worked out. For the first two years, and then... I discovered something even more helpful. These refineries you see over here? Yes. The big ones are self-sufficient, but the smaller ones, to do maintenance, they have to shut it down That's right. once a year. That's right. And do uh, uh, heavy maintenance. Well, they'll hire two or 300 people off the street to get it done in a hurry because they're losing money every day it's down. Yeah. So I learned in my sophomore year I could get a job on a shutdown crew yeah. Working midnight to eight in the morning. Whoa. Seven days a week. Yeah. Time and a half on Saturday and Sunday. I could make enough money in two weeks of shutdown work to pay for a whole semester. Wow. So my junior and senior year. Wow. I sort of got used to a more normal campus life yeah <laughs> actually moved into a dorm all right joined yeah. a fraternity all right which yeah. fraternity ato and this was the era when all these local fraternities were going national with their new affiliations so yeah all of them were happening at the same time it was a great era at lamar um but i have to tell you uh i think drive and determination and hunger is a big part of it and what i would tell you is a great study ethic and a great work ethic will take you a lot further than 20 or 30 more iq points wow yeah i love that you say that because i feel like these days we think of venture capitalists you have to be the smartest in the room you have to have the highest iq you have to be you know this big untouchable person exactly. but here it is you came from what one of six poverty work your way through right and um, Malcolm Gladwell, a great author, writes books. You may yeah. be familiar. One of them is called Outliers. Yes. And he says you have to put your, you have to be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. But he doesn't say you shouldn't randomly wait for that to just show up. You ought to go put yourself in the right place yes. at the right time. I want to thank you both for joining me on the LU Moment Radio Show. Thank you, Mr. Gill and Mrs. Gill. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys, if you were just tuning in or couldn't stick around for the entire interview, don't you worry. I got you covered. Just search LU Moment right there on Spotify or Here Comes the Famous Line, wherever you get your podcast. As always, be sure to follow us on social media. You know the username, but in case you don't, here's another hint. It's Lamar University. This is Shelby Rodriguez, Public Affairs Manager here at LU, the pride of Southeast Texas.